Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. I'm Jake and today I'm joined by Jed. Say hello Jed. Hello mate. And we're also joined by Paul. How are you doing Paul? How's it going Jake? Yeah, not too bad boys. It's been a bit of a while since uh, we've been together, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, feels like ages. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a few been, days. Uh, <laughs> I know, I've been busy, busy bees uh, the last few days. Um, but we're here to talk Champions League football again. It seems to be becoming our regular Champions League lineup, obviously with us. Um, so we start at Atletico Madrid, where they were beaten by Chelsea. Uh, Olivier Giroud scoring the only goal. And what a goal it was, lads. What did you make of this one, Jed? Uh, I'll start with the goal. Um, absolutely <laughs> insane. Like, at first, I thought it was offside because yeah. from the angle of the normal like, TV camera um, and even a lot of the replays, it looks like the Chelsea players flicked it over the top. Um, obviously, if you see the reverse angle, it's it's, it's the defender who's like scooped it backwards. Um, but what a goal. But, uh, to be honest, the thing I like most about it is that he doesn't have to do an overhead kick there. Um, he, he, could just, he could just bring the ball down. He's one on one, isn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, he might not have had enough time, fair enough, but he could have just sort of like taken it first time on the volley. But Olivier Giroud is just a cool man um, and he, he applied a cool finish. Um, credit to him getting up there as well, especially at his age. He's like 34. <laughs> Um, and he's, he's he's not exactly a small bloke either. So fair play, brilliant goal, and a worthy uh, a worthy game winning goal that was definitely. I like the Absolutely, way it yeah. wasn't like a powerful overhead kick either. It was just kind yeah. of nice floaty one, yeah. but it was like right in the corner. So O'Black had like no chance at all because it kind of looked like it was going wide. Um, and then yeah, the wait for it to be like given or whatever, and then they didn't show it on the replays for ages. So I was like, well, obviously it hit the defender, but yeah, clearly hit the defender in the end. But yeah, it was very, very nice. Yeah, it was. It was a great goal, and and Giroud seems to be like the type of player who only, only seems to score like worldies, <laughs> isn't he? Like 
Um, he scores big goals, doesn't he? Like he, yeah, he scores some big, big goals player, to, to get them through into you know to this part of the Champions League. Let like let alone you know potentially against Atletico, that could be the only goal of the tie. <laughs> so yeah. um, like is he's he's a big game player, isn't he? And um, obviously we've talked about him a lot on the podcast in previous weeks and months um, because he's he has been so good for Chelsea this season. Um, I think he, he's going to continue to be a key player for them. Yeah, you know, potentially to the end of the season. I don't know about next season. You never know whether Tuchel might sort of overhaul the squad, but um, enjoy him while we can, I guess. Definitely. Um, Atletico were, I thought, just really lethargic in that game, weren't they? They didn't. Um, they didn't really offer much. And Luis Suarez like looked really like frustrated up front on his own and sort of plugging away and didn't really have too many chances. And I thought Chelsea defended really well, uh, nullified any threat that potentially could have happened. And like you say, Jed. Uh, an away goal against Atletico Madrid is massive because they're a side that doesn't concede many, especially, I know it wasn't technically at home, but um, in the home sort of leg. Mm. Um, but the way they, if, if it goes the way it did in the next leg there on Tuesday, then I can't see Atletico overhauling Chelsea in the second leg. Yeah, I think like, I'd say Simeone was raging at the goal, just at how like <laughs> fortuitous it was. Because like, you could see they just set up with six defenders like Joe Felix was playing like as a left back <laughs> and they had all the actual defenders like pushed into the middle and it was just madness to watch like six of the back three in the middle and then Suarez up front and it's just I find yeah. it just so interesting it's, you wonder what so Simeone is doing yeah uh, um, like they defend so well though don't they Sorry to yeah exactly they do it so well like, they, they defend so well but then like when you're at home and you need a good result after the first leg like how are you setting the team that way? Oh, it's just it's weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's always baffled me with Atletico, like the attacking talent that they've had over the years and how negatively they always seem to play. Like it's such a weird sort of system at, at that club. Yeah. But obviously the fans love it because, you know, it gets results, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? So, yeah. Well, they're doing well in the on. league this year as well, aren't they? So Definitely. To be honest, I think that's more about the fact that Barcelona and Real Madrid are on the absolute bones of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, fair play to them. They still have to win. They still have to win all these games. But in terms of watching a side, they're not one that I would would want to watch. Definitely, no, no not not for entertainment. Well, not for football entertainment. I do yeah. love Suarez and how he just yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Around, giving people little kicks in the ankle, like he squared up to Rudiger <laughs> after kicking him, kicked someone else and fell over for free. And you're, he's just he's just so much value for money. Like when he's not actually playing football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're, they're they're great at shit housing, aren't they? As well, ah, Simeone oh. just lives for it as well. <laughs> like he will have one hundred percent encouraged that. Um, and Suarez <laughs> doesn't need any encouragement either. So um, for that aspect of of watching the game, it's very entertaining. But the actual football they play is it's really not. Considering, like you say, the talent they've got in the team. Um, I, the thing is, as well, I can see them going into the second leg and setting up exactly the same. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it, they've done that in the past as well. And like in a game where you have to go for it, Simeone will just play the same tactic and they'll not go through. And they'll be like, oh, well, no, we, you know, it, it, we lost. So like, no, if you actually want to be successful, change your tactic a little bit. Don't put every man behind the ball when you're chasing the, <laughs> the tie. Right. But I can guarantee you that's what's going to happen. That's, that's probably why about when, five up front now that I've said that. But. When they signed uh, that Joe Felix, it 
because he was obviously like um, uh, the hottest sort of youngster in the world at the time. Yeah. Attacking wise, everyone was like, oh, he's going to be massive. And then goes to a club where they're not known for playing attacking, attacking football at all. And I've seen a lot of like sort of fans slagging him off and, oh, he's, he's not performing. It's like, well, you know, he's playing up top yeah, on his own. The, the, team's, 10 men behind the team's not set up for him to perform, is it? It's no, like, absolutely not. It's, set, it's built from the back 100%. Um, yeah. And it's, it's really hard for us a centre forward when you're sort of living off scraps as, as he yeah. kind of has been. Um, I think if Simeone could win every game of the season one nil, he absolutely would. Oh, easily. Oh yeah. I feel like, I think Suarez has done so well for them this year because he's the type of player that he, he, you know, he does enjoy, I think living off scraps. He'll make a chance out of absolutely nothing. We, we saw that at Liverpool every single week that he was there. Um, he'd just make a chance out of absolutely nothing. And he's a great player. Uh, and he's thriving at a shit house club <laughs> <laughs> as a shit house himself. So, um, but fair, fair play to Chelsea. I thought they, I thought they, they did the job, didn't they? Did what they had to do. Uh, and yeah, Chelsea obviously. like defended very well because I, I don't mm. think Atletico had a shot or a shot on target or something. I don't think they, had a shot on they, yeah. they wasted the chances they had. There was a, there yeah. was one sitter that went sort of across the the goal, didn't there? I think was it Lamar at the back post? Didn't really yes. connect. Yeah. That's their only. Clear cut chance, I remember. Um, but like yeah. under Lampard, that would the game would have been completely different. I think. Oh yeah, Atletico oh, yeah. would have won, pro- and probably would have played a little bit more attacking. I guess. Um, I guess they set up knowing that Tuchel's a better manager and better tactician than Lampard, so kind of had to change how they played. Um, so yeah, Chelsea, like yeah, all credit to them. They did, they did really well, and I'm actually kind of excited for the next game to see how Atletico play. Like I think they average like fifty percent possession. Mm-hmm in the league so it's still not that high but they will probably have to play a little bit more attacking like they do in the league um, and yeah. then if they get a goal then it's like it's going to be all out war like they'll just be <laughs> trying their best yeah. to wind up a Chelsea player at any chance um, so yeah it could be a very good <laughs> second leg that's 100% yeah. guaranteed isn't it? they're going to be they're going to be shithousing I remember games. against Liverpool last season it was atrocious like any tackle just immediately to the ref asking for a yellow card yeah. like every single tackle <laughs> They just never give it a rest. It works, though. Yeah, it does. Obviously, it gets results. Um, hopefully, we'll see a, an entertaining second leg. Um, it's, if if Atletico get an early goal, then I think it'll be a carnage. It's game on. Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll be a train wreck of a match. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Suarez to score in like, the third minute. Yeah, exactly. And then just just to watch both teams fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to be fair, like Chelsea almost gave a goal away right at the beginning of this game. Like They played yeah. themselves into trouble, didn't they? And um, Mendy almost gave the ball away Mendy, in, yeah, in the box. Yeah, yeah. So if, if Atletico can force that sort of mistake again, then you never know. Like It might happen. Um, it'd be great to see that, that sort of thing happen, wouldn't it? Because we all want entertaining football in, in the Champions League and, and not 10 men behind the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I agree with you uh, moving on lads to a game I don't think any of us had any indication would go any other way uh, Lazio getting demolished by Bayern Munich uh, Lewandowski became the third highest uh, goal scorer in this competition 72 goals he's overtaken Raul he's only behind obviously Messi and Ronaldo the two names you expect at the top of that list um, what did you guys make of this game um, I think, yeah, Bayern kind of, they took advantage of all the Lazio mistakes, really. Um, <laughs> and yeah, obviously you're going to, like, teams are going to make mistakes, but Bayern just punished them on every single one. Um, but Lazio, like, 
continued to play it from the back. Any like any clips that I saw, it was just they were just continuing to play it from the back, not like they were three 0 down. Um, yeah. Which is yeah, obviously it's interesting to watch, and that they don't like um, just completely capitulate and just start playing long ball when they have a little man up front or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it didn't really work for them. But like those three mistakes. You don't really see them. Like I don't know if you saw, which goal was it. The third goal, I think Lieva just tripped over his own feet, something like that on the halfway line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, and it was like the halfway line. You still think it mightn't be a goal, but then yeah, Bayern are just clinical at the it's moment. Bayern Munich, isn't yeah, it? yeah, exactly. In the <laughs> Champions seemed, League, They're incredible. It's, it seemed to me like Lazio. They, they, to their credit, were still giving it a go yeah, to try and get yeah, back yeah. in the game, but then they got caught, you know, on the break because they, like, say, give the ball away. Um, and and Bayern, Bayern punished them. Bayern would punish any team uh, in in that position. The, the first goal came off just a, a bad back pass um, from the Lazio fullback. And like, if there's one person you don't want that ball to, to drop to, it's Lewandowski, isn't it? Because he's he's yeah. going to score. It doesn't matter where he is <laughs> around, you know, within thirty yards of the goal, the ball was going in the net. Um, and it was just once Bayern sort of found their rhythm and they capitalised on that sort of mistake, just, you, like, I don't think Lazio ever really stood much of a chance. Um, no. I'd say I, I only saw the highlights of this one. I watched the Atletico Chelsea like you boys, but, um, you know, based on the highlights, it, it, it seemed pretty comfortable for Bayern, uh, particularly in the first half. I mean, they were 3-0 up at halftime, so it, just, it says it all. Um, so, I mean, yeah, credit to Lazio for giving it a go because, you, I mean, you've got to have you know, against Bayern. Um, otherwise you'll get nothing but this 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 game's over now isn't it this tie is, is done <laughs> it's not, they're not going to go to to Munich and, and and win and overturn a you know that deficit there are they especially with four Mobile's good but he's not that good yeah <laughs> <laughs> no nah, uh, I agree with you the goals Bayern didn't really have to work for their goals Um Sort of Lazio, like you say, sort of gave them to them. <laughs> it was like, and pass it to Sane, he can run fast and he'll just get into the box <laughs> and make a chance happen. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and like you say, if you, you know, you're going to do silly back passes, don't do it when uh, Lewandowski's around because <laughs> the last sort of like 18 months, he's been absolutely unbelievable. And like you say, he'll find the net from anywhere. Um, but East Lazio gave it a go and, and their goal was a. Uh, was really good actually. Their goal was nice, yeah. Yeah, actually had another yeah. one as well. One all, I think they had a great chance when they like uh, one of their players got fouled kind of at the edge of the box, but the ball like ran mm. through, and I don't know yeah. if he had the shot, but he he should have definitely scored, and that was a uh, yeah. one nil. So I um, um I, I haven't watched that, yeah. I haven't watched the highlights. So I think they should have had a penalty as well at one point, which yeah. didn't get given. Which I, I don't know if that's the same chance that you're talking about, Paul. But he sort of the player was running through. And yeah, with got body checked on, yeah, body yeah, checked. Yeah, it yeah. was either on the edge or inside the box. And to me, it looked like mm. a foul. Um, that was <laughs> a bit, a bit harsh to be, to be honest, to not give the pen there. Um, in the Premier League, I think that's definitely a penalty. But it's uh, weird, isn't it? You it, feel like it's always the other way around with European games. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's completely different, actually, isn't it? Like even VAR seems like the offside thing is way more just like benefit to the attacker a little bit. It's yeah. not so drawn out. Even like the Aubameyang goal tonight, like it was just kind of given after like 10 seconds rather than all the lines five being drawn minutes. and like five minutes <laughs> later. And yeah, it's, it's just seems completely different. Like not a different sport, but it's just bizarre. Like there's different offside rules or something. Like you say, uh, with the difference between the two, I mean, sort of 
10 years ago or, or longer, you know, English teams hated going to Europe because the referees would give fouls for anything. Yeah. But like now, I mean, I've, when I watched Liverpool the other week against uh, Leipzig, the referee was far better than any Premier League referee I've seen. He was letting like things go. Mm. You know, he wasn't yeah. blowing his whistle every every time, you know, the flag was going up for offsides like straight away. VAR, like you say, Paul, it didn't go on for sort of 20 minutes. And you're thinking, well, the linesman's given it. You've checked it five times. Just give the decision. Um, but yeah, I think UEFA have obviously got something working. So. Yeah, I actually think it works perfectly. And maybe it's not. Mm. It might be that we don't like watch the Champions, like Champions League, isn't on every single weekend, and you don't watch it all yeah. the time. But mm. in the Premiership, it just seems like annoying, <laughs> like the level of yeah. offside that they go into. Not to like, I yeah. don't know, everyone goes on about it and stuff, but it does seem completely different, and that in the Champions League, they actually use it properly. So there is yeah. like a working method that the Premier League could look at to to like use it effectively, where they just, it doesn't seem the way at the moment anyway. I think they like, they sort of nitpick a little bit more in the Premier League, don't they? With things like handball. Yeah. The only thing, the only real issue I remember there being with VAR in the Champions League is for handball. I think there was a Man United at PSG yeah, last year yeah, or the yeah. year before, there was a dodgy last, one. Yeah. Um, that's the only really contentious decision i remember and every other one seems to be like yeah we've reviewed it we've made a, a judgment and it's, it's doing quite quickly um i'm not sure whether they look at decisions that aren't given like essentially that that penalty shout for um for lazio in this game but yeah even if that was given it's, the Bayern still would have won the game wouldn't they um they uh what do you make of the youngster musiala is it musiala scored the second goal for Bayern? Yeah, he's just. I think he's come out and said he's going to be he's, German international as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I mean, fair play to him. I mean, he's. I think he's lived there forever, so <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Why would you not pick them? Uh, I'd, I'd rather <laughs> definitely rather be in the German national side than the English one if I had the choice between the two. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. He actually said something like, "So I think he was born in Germany, moved to England when he was like five, and then played for Chelsea." But he actually came out and said he had like. What he said was he thought he had a better chance of playing for Germany than he did for England. I think yeah. he probably does, to be honest. But right. they um they sort of they bring youngsters through a little bit uh, yeah, differently, yeah. don't they, in Germany? Yeah, they do. But, yeah. Better chance of winning things, I think, is what he meant to say. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, absolutely. <laughs> he just didn't want to say. Oh, that. Oh, we'll be so, we'll be so sure. <laughs> 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 like Billy uh, Billy said in the group chat lads Gareth Southgate would probably um, stick him at left back or something anyway and just yeah, <laughs> yeah. The end of it. Uh, <laughs> it could be Ben Chilwell's number two <laughs> um, but yeah no he, he does look like a real talent um, yeah. he's a young, I think he's the youngest Engl- English Champions League goal scorer whether he turns German <laughs> again and Oxley chamberlain gets that yeah, we'll claim that, it uh, stat back uh, <laughs> yeah. take it yeah <laughs> uh, whether he gets that back or not, but it was a, it was a good finish. <laughs> a great finish, yeah, yeah. If if he continues the way he has been, um, from what I've seen of him this season, then he could have one massive career. That is hundred percent. I mean, true. he's he's probably going to end up one massive bloke if he stays at Bayern as well. Like well, they're yeah. all they're all absolutely <laughs> like built like British shit houses, aren't they? Now, like <laughs> I don't know what they feed them there, but like they're all just absolutely like massive units, aren't they? Like in terms of physicality like it you can go from being a sort of lightweight player to beefing up and and becoming you know a, a powerhouse 
if you're playing for that it's club. All the, uh, so. it's, all the, it's all the brat versus, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> brat versus and beer. Brat versus and beer, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like you say, Goretzka, when like, one season he was, That's who was a normal guy. Of, yeah. And then the next year he had arms the size of Schwarzenegger's. And it was like, <laughs> where have they come from? I know. <laughs> like, it's, it's mad. Like, it, it's, it happened to Coutinho as well, isn't it? When he was there, he yeah, sort of like, bulked up yeah. a bit as well. Oh, really? like, I think... Um, like it, it can only do this lad, you know, only do him good, especially being a young player because they're often not, you know, as physical as senior pros. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he's he's a promising youngster, isn't he? Coming, I mean, you're getting a game for Bayern at 17. It must be decent. This is it. I mean, he's 17 years old and he's starting for Bayern Munich in the Champions League. I mean, you can't get much bigger than yeah. that. Uh, when I was 17, I worked yeah. at Toys R Us. <laughs> In Germany. <laughs> yeah, Sadly was not. Was it in Cov, mate? Was it? It was, yeah, it was. Declare, I'm declared for Coventry. <laughs> there we have it. We've got uh, the young lad in Germany scoring the Champions League and, and Jed's in Toys R Us. <laughs> Trying to sell Lego to children. <laughs> Uh, right, moving on, boys, to to Wednesday's games. Um, like we said off air, the the worst of the games. <laughs> uh, it's quite a, a dull a dull day yesterday, I think, for Champions League. It's the same last week as well, weren't it? I mean, it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't dull last week, but like Tuesday was more entertaining than Wednesday. Absolutely, just play more um, games on Tuesday. <laughs> play them all. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we'll start with uh, Atalanta Real Madrid. Uh, Madrid scraping a. a, a a 1-0 win in the end, I think. Um, Fela Mende scoring what, to be fair, was a worldy. I think it's the only way you can really describe yeah. it. Um, and, and Atalanta were down to 10 men before 20 minutes were played. So they sort of were quite happy to sit back and, and not really do a lot. Yeah. Uh, what did you make of this game, Jed? I um, I didn't watch this one. Well, I saw the highlights. It seemed like the, the red card basically just killed Atalanta's chances of, of getting anything yeah. out of the game. Um, Real Madrid looked in control from the highlights. Every mm. every highlight pretty much was, was them. And if they had been a bit more clinical, it could have been a, a different story. Um but you know they got the they've gone there, they've got the win. That's you know job done essentially, isn't it? Um but I, I do think the red card was a bit harsh though, to be honest. I wanted to get your opinions on I, it as well. I, I didn't think like, it was a red. I think yeah, that it, it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like an obvious goal scoring opportunity to me. Yes he's he's one on one but he's at an angle and the angle is not really with like the angle's against the centre forward there, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I, I think it's harsh to have sent the defender off. It's a clear foul. No arguments about that, but to send him off was, was harsh. And that's clearly changed the game. Um, unlucky Atalanta on, and in that regard. But um, yeah, Real Madrid after that just, like I say, seemed in control. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you, mate. I don't I don't think it was a red card. No. It, like you say, it was, a, it was definitely a foul. It was definitely a booking. But it wasn't a, a sending off for me. Um, and... It's it's probably one in in England that you would get sent off for, um, but like the standard of officiating in the Champions League has generally been solid, so I didn't think they would send him off for it. But obviously they did. Paul, what did you what did you did you see the red? Did you? Yeah, I, I yeah, I didn't think it was a sending off either. It's kind of a weird one, right? Because you never really see like people kind of clean through to the left of the goal. So like, yeah, would, yeah, he probably yeah he would have definitely got a shot on target, but yeah, it just didn't seem like it should have been a red for whatever reason. Um, and then, yeah, the, it just kind of killed the game. Like Atlanta, kind of known for playing attacking football, 
Um, so it could have been like a brilliant game, but then it just they just went defensive as you would when you go down to like <laughs> ten men so early. Um, and then yeah, Real just kind of played it around a little bit, but no real chances. I think like you mentioned the highlights. I think in four minutes the highlights that I saw, there was like three tackles. It's like obviously a terrible game if you're showing tackles as the highlights. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was um, a, a lot of like blocked shots and things like that, and like yeah, corners. <laughs> they were all Real Madrid corners, though. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they were. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a pity that the that the game got changed because of the red card. Um, but yeah, then the goal was class. Yeah, it was a lovely goal on his right foot as well, which is very nice. Yeah, yeah, very good goal. Do you know what? I actually don't. I'm not a fan of a short corner. Um, I think just just put it in the box, get it in the mixer. Get ahead on it. it um, that's that's the way I think cor- that's the way I think corners should be taken. <laughs> um, but to their credit, Real Madrid have, have worked that brilliantly because they've just passed it out to sort of within sort of thirty yards or so, come into the middle, and Mendy's just gone. Yeah, fuck it, I'll have a go. And, <laughs> and obviously he's pulled off a, a, a world either finish. So fair play to them. Um, still prefer to see him put it in the mixer, but. You know, good goal. Uh, I think it's it's a finely balanced tie this one, isn't it? Because Real Madrid aren't exactly amazing. Um, they've been beaten in recent years in the Champions League at the Bernabeu as well. Like Ajax went there and beat them, didn't they? So it's every chance that Atlanta could go and, and walk away with you know with the win um, and potentially get themselves through. Because one nil was not you know the the most difficult scoreline to sort of overcome. Um, be interesting to see what happens in the next tie this one. No, that's it. We've seen Atalanta go to Liverpool and, and win. They've won at Anfield, yeah. so we know yeah. you know that they, they can definitely beat sides. And Real Madrid have not looked comfortable all season. They've like definitely been. Zidane's been under a lot of pressure. Their side have, have had a few injuries, and and to be fair, Atalanta down to ten men, and Real Madrid sort of quite struggled to break them down. I think, and you know, one nils like you say, the tie is definitely not over. Uh, and if Atalanta can keep eleven men on the pitch in the next one. Then they can certainly, hopefully, rely on the tie up and, and cause Madrid some problems. Um, only time will tell. But moving on to a game I caught a little bit more of: uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Man City. Uh, Man City, nineteen consecutive wins now after beating Gladbach two 0 two away goals. Uh, I think the big talking point from this game, though, boys, is Pep Guardiola's atrocious jacket. Jed, <laughs> uh, opinion on the coat? Not a fan. No fun. Um, <laughs> I think if you're if you're looking for a, a circular logo on a black background, uh, Total Screamers would have been the better choice. Um, oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's like, what's going on with it. Like why? Like, so it looked like a normal bold, jacket as well. It, yeah, it's kind of like it when like you see a normal haircut and they the have front. a mullet or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Business in the front, party <laughs> yeah. in the back. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the only saving grace is maybe that City made him wear it because it, otherwise, like, it's just a terrible jacket. Like, who's buying that? <laughs> Pep seems to yeah. like Pep seems to wear what he wants, though, doesn't he? Like, yeah, he's no, always he's always got like relatively fashionable jumpers and hoodies on and that. And like, maybe oh, maybe maybe he likes it. You never know. Like, it's just yeah. it's not working for me. Do you think he's he's sort of sat there on the, on the bus or the plane over, and like Sheikh Mansour has gone to him, so uh, I've got a jacket for you to wear. And Pep's like, oh, oh, great! Like you know, these, these have looked great, and then he's pulled that out. And do you think it's like one of those like Christmas presents you get where you don't really like it, 
but then they tell you to put it on. Yeah, <laughs> and of, course like, oh, of course oh. I wear it. Yeah, and then it, he's gone. <laughs> In the dressing room, you you make sure you wear that jacket. And uh, Pep's like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I reckon he's gone, uh, if you wear this jacket, I'll give you another 500 million to spend in the summer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, right, I'll wear it all season. <laughs> you can buy a new left back. <laughs> I wonder, no, if, yeah. I wonder if he's going to catch on. Or if he wears, do you think he'll wear it again? That's a serious question, though. Oh, I, I kind of do. I, th- I feel like Man City are going to keep solidarity in their, their fashion choice and uh, Pep's going to be like, you know what? I like this jacket. I'm going to go for it. Maybe it's, maybe it's really cosy. Uh, like, you never know. Champions League jacket. Do you think that's what it is? Potentially, yeah. He's, not, he's never worn it. In, in. He can't wear that in the Premier League, can you? you can no, he can't do it in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely will. Now, I, I reckon he is going to stick with it. I, I, think, I think we'll see it at least once more. <laughs> <laughs> right, m- moving on to the game, lads. Um, <laughs> what did you uh, What did you make about uh, the City uh, munching club back game? City were good, kind of controlled it all. Um, yeah. Too good, like it very much looked like top in the Premier League versus whatever mid table in the Bundesliga. <laughs> um, like I think munching Gladbach's shot on target came at the very very last kick of the game. Um, but yeah, it was kind of. It's kind of a little bit boring watching these games, isn't it? When you know just City were going to get the yeah. goals. The goals were actually lovely. Uh, Cancelo played in two lovely assists um, yeah. for both of them. So they're very nice. But yeah, City just like look unbeatable at the moment. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long it lasts. Um, like it's obviously got to end sometime. But um, yeah, they're just kind of like on autopilot at the moment, just playing very, very good football. Yeah, they certainly are. I mean, City's bench from yesterday, like some of the names, like De Bruyne didn't come off the bench. John Stones, Mares, Aguero. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that Man City are, are pissing the English league and it's because they can leave, mm. you know, £500 million on the bench and other squads can't compete with that. But do you, do you think that, do you think this is a year City can get to the final? Do you think they can win it? Do you think they'll get to the final, or do you think that it's some sort of weird curse that they just can't <laughs> yeah. get past the semis? I, I, I think all of the above. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just exactly. want to say, I just want to say as well. I think the main reason why De Bruyne didn't get off the bench is because he was just absolutely transfixed by Pep's jacket um, <laughs> whenever he was facing the play. Um, <laughs> um, no, I do. I actually do think um, Man City do have a, a strong strong side this year in terms of mm. you know not just the Premier League in the Champions League as well like the teams that you can see them losing to really only Bayern Munich potentially PSG on the strength of their performance last week um, mm. so I think a, a place in the final is is definitely achievable I think semi-finals minimum for them uh, but but it depends on obviously who they get if they do keep everyone fit um, but even if they don't you know they've had De Bruyne are out for quite a large spell this season and they've still been fantastic. That's when they've really sort of like hit their form. So um, it's, it's it's looking good for them at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think like City have always been able to get to the final. It's just never happened for them. Mm. So I think it's a little bit different. I reckon their defence is a little bit better than previous seasons now. Mm. Like Stones is playing very well and Ruben Diaz has turned out to be like a great signing. Yeah. Um, so that could be the difference and help them to get to the final. But... I don't know. Yeah, they've 
they haven't even really got close recently. So yeah, interesting to see. Like it's definitely not a shoe in. Um yeah, let's see what happens. But yeah, there yeah, aren't well, that many teams that could beat them either. Last year they got did they go out in the quarterfinals last year? I think they got done by Leon, didn't they? Yeah. Last year. So um it's like I think last season it was probably doable because they were they you know they hadn't won the league and probably weren't as strong. This year I think is the year that if they're gonna go and win both, like win the Champions League and the Premier League, I think this is the year. Um just because they're they seem so far ahead of everyone in the Premier League right now. And in the Champions yeah. League, like you say, they never really had to get out of like second, third gear in this game. Um as you said earlier, it was definitely a top of the league side against a mid-table yeah. German side. Um, uh, as I say, Can- Cancelo's uh, delivery from the left-hand side for both the goals was fantastic. Um, they were they just looked really, really strong. I could definitely see them going all the way. I think the worst thing for City would be getting Bayern Munich or PSG in the quarterfinals. I mean, but then, you know, if, if they beat one of those, if they get one of those sides, knock them out, I mean, yeah, and it's say, massive. Say yeah. the route, route to the final is is sort of clear. Yeah, but I, I I think there's a lot of pressure on Guardiola to win this this trophy for Man City. I think that was the reason he was brought in to City was to win them this trophy. Um, and there's pressure. He's, I think he's put himself under pressure to win it as well because obviously he didn't win it when he was at Bayern. Um, and and there was pressure there, and he should have probably won it at Bayern with a squad that he mm. had. You know, he's not won it for a long time, and he'll want this trophy badly, but. It's funny to watch City go out every season uh, <laughs> when they're the favourites every single year. And they, you know, last season, yeah, Leon. I mean, no one would have expected that. <laughs> uh, and it happened the year before. It was like Tottenham and then like Liverpool. I mean, there's something they haven't been doing right in Europe, uh, but maybe no fans will potentially help them out uh, in mm. that regard. Uh, but. This is I, I agree with you. So I think this is their best year to, to win the Champions League if they're going to win it. This is definitely the one. Um, if do you do you see Pep leaving without winning the Champions League for City? No. Or do you think he stays until he wins it? I think he's going to stay until he wins it, um, and then he'll go probably back so to Barcelona. Hopefully, or at the end like of that. this season, he leaves them. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know because like it, whoever they bring in to replace him, are they going to be able to pull that jacket off? Like. <laughs> don't, you don't know like, these are the questions you've got to think about isn't it um, <laughs> I think that's quite a good good threat for him as well it's like you don't win this this trophy you have to wear that jacket every week Ooh, um, yeah they're, like, that's motivation in itself um, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I do I do think he'll leave like, obviously he's not going to be there forever um, no. if once he's won it he's he's sort of won everything there is to win I think he'd probably stay for one more season after so he can have a go at the Club World Championship and whatever. Um, yeah. And then after that, he, he'll go for me. I, I see that happening just because I think he's, he's, he's like, my work's done, I'll move on somewhere else. I just I, yeah, I see that as being the natural sort of progression. It seems like that from, from his career, doesn't it? That's what he sort of does. He does pretty much all that he can, wins everything he can, and then sort of moves on to the next super club who will give him whatever he wants to spend. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he was if like, he was ever going to stay anywhere, he would have stayed at Barcelona, wouldn't he? Yeah, definitely. yeah. I'd I'd like to see what he could do at say Tottenham or somewhere like that, where Daniel Levy is going to give him about a fiver, <laughs> uh, tell him that he's just got to work with the squad that he's got, uh, unless he sells like half the squad to buy one player. But I, I genuinely would like to see Guardiola at a side that doesn't have like the un, like, isn't Barcelona, Bayern Munich. You know, Man City, the side that's expected to win the league every year. I'd like to yeah. see them, 
an average sort of club and see genuinely how good he actually can be. Like, because I do think he's still he's a great some, manager. Some sort of degree of success, to be honest. Like, I, I think that as a coach, he's obviously very good. Um, he, he gets the best out of his players and sets them up, the, you know, the way he wants them to play. So I think he could bring that into any team. But like you say, it's the quality of those players that would probably be the issue. Um, and exactly. if, he, if he hasn't got the players to do what he wants, then potentially, you know, he won't be as successful. And, and you know, he's not. it's not exactly been, you know, Man City have been amazing the whole time he's been there. Obviously, they've had spells yeah. where they've not been great. So um, it'd be, it would be really interesting. Will we ever get to see it happen? Probably not. No. Um, You'd love no him chance. to do a Bielsa and take over like, yeah, a low, like a big club or a lower league club. And, yeah, just see what yeah. happens. Get him at Coventry, Jed. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, I, I, he'd have to drag Mark Robbins away from us. Um, oh, yeah. Mark Robbins, a system I don't think maybe. I don't think anyone would, would be happy with that decision right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, put Mark Robbins at Man City and they win the Champions League. <laughs> and he'd pull off that jacket as well. <laughs> Mark Robbins, the only, the only man able to pull off that jacket. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would even question it. <laughs> oh yeah, fair play. Fair play. Right, boys. Uh, one final question before we end: Who who do you think wins the Champions League this year? Bayern Munich. Paul. Um, I am thinking Liverpool get to the final and play Bayern. Yeah, and be, and beat them. Liverpool. I think Champions. I think Bayern beat Man City three two. Champions League final, Ooh. yeah. After extra time, <laughs> I think I I think PSG will go all the way this year and lift the trophy. I think Mbappe will fire them, fire them to glory, and then he'll leave and go to Liverpool <laughs> with Haaland. Re- re- replace replace uh, Roberto Firmino up front for Liverpool, and uh, Liverpool will win everything forever. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that's just that's just my dream. No, I think PSG will go all the way this year. I don't know why. I've just got a weird feeling that they'll outdo themselves, and it probably be a repeat of last year's final. Imagine, imagine Pochettino going and winning the Champions League there. That would be amazing. Yeah. That'd massive, be massive for him, yeah. For him, yeah. Interesting. Three, three good choices, boys. Um, but that's all we've got time for this week. A uh, bit of a... Cl- quiet episode obviously only four champions league games a week but managed to make the best of it so thank you to all the listeners um we've actually got some some quite big announcements potentially coming up in the next few days um so keep your ears tuned uh, on our twitter and our website for things coming out and uh, firstly thank you jed no worries mate and thank you paul cheers and thank you to all of our listeners once again cheery bye Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.